what we do here is go back, 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 back. Um, Carr has dealt with the critics, <laughs> dealt with, uh, you know, dealt with someone on the Raider Take podcast, um, you know, making something go viral to the point where Darren Carr blocked the account. Welcome back to another edition of the Raider Take Podcast. This is your co-host, Andy McDonald, um, and I'm riding solo today, y'all. Um, you know, Micah, he's really been putting in a lot of hard work throughout the year. Um, I think everyone has known that, have felt that, uh, and I've witnessed it firsthand. So because of that, um, the organization, the firm here at Raider Take Podcast wanted to reward him with a, uh, a nice Christmas Eve off. So you guys get me um today solo whether you like it or not um but it's a christmas edition so you know friday december 24th it's just what a wonderful wonderful time of the year um some of you are traveling maybe um some of you are like how do i really just get this last this last present to button it all up you know just to really give it to that someone special um, I hope you're not doing that because, man, it's you don't got a lot of time. So, and, and really, some people celebrate, you know, the the gift exchange at least celebrate Christmas um, on Christmas Eve. So, um, praying for you guys. Cross my fingers. Hopefully, that everyone is uh, spending this time with their with their loved ones, with their family. But you know, some some do that, and some have to just grind. You know, and that's what I'm doing here, guys. I'm grinding with y'all um, to produce some content. Because um, we got this big Denver Broncos game to preview, so wanted to um, just touch on that a little bit. It'll probably be a quick one for you guys. I always say that. Um, I always say that. Hey, I'm not gonna ramble. Um, I just have a quick thing to say, and then I usually talk for an extended amount of time. So no promises, no guarantees, but but let's get into it. So this is a big game. This is a big one. Um, every every game's big now. Um, we want to win every game. There have been times throughout the year where I felt like, are we done? Are we finished? Is this over? Do we have hope? And I've been a very pessimistic Raider fan for many years, okay, for many years. And, and I, I know that about myself. I think being honest is important. Um, but, but I'm really, I, I want to I start seeing the Raiders for, for who they are, even though they are a disaster, even though they're very frustrating. I want to inspire hope to them, to myself, and to you all. So we are going to touch on just briefly um, the playoff standings as it is right now. Um, so because it's, it's relevant, we're, uh, we're in the hunt, guys and gals. We're in the hunt. So and, and genuinely, you know, we have three games left. And usually the last couple of years there, we've needed a lot of help just to get in, just to squeak into to the tournament. And, and this year... It's not looking too bad. So as it sits right now, um, we touched on this briefly last pod, but um, the Raiders are um, the 10th seed currently. Um, so this this playoff year, um, the number one seed gets a bye, and then two through um, seven play each other. So two, seven, three, six, four, and five are the matchups. Um, so there's seven playoff seedings um, this year. And 
the Raiders have a shot. So currently they sit um, a game back from the seventh seed, um, but really there's they're a game back from the fourth seed overall. There's the top four seeds are the four division winners. Um, so we know we're not going to get there, but that's how close this race is. So starting at uh, the, we'll, we'll discredit the, the four seed, but the five seed, which is one of the wild cards because there's three wild card slots, five, six, and seven. Um, the Colts are sitting at the, the five seed right now at eight and six. We actually play them next week, um, and they have a pretty a pretty tough game um, this week as they're playing the Arizona Cardinals. Um, and the Cardinals really need um, a get right game. They've they've dropped a couple, so that's going to be a good one for for a good matchup for us at least. Um, seeing the Colts go into Arizona because they have to travel, they have to get out to Arizona, and also the Cardinals are coming off two bad losses when really they were rolling throughout the year. So hypothetically, they go into Arizona, they take an L. And the Raiders win. Raiders are eight and seven. Colts are eight and seven. And that's going to be, I said, this is a big one. That would be a big one um, next week going into Indianapolis. And then um, we have the Chargers who are um, right below them in the sixth seed. So the Chiefs are the number one, um, or they're first in the AFC West. So they, and they're also the number one seed in the AFC division. Um, and the Chargers have uh, the Texans. The Chargers have the Texans in Houston any, any given Sunday, right? But I don't see that being a tough matchup for them. Um, they have the Texans this week. That'll probably be a, a W for them. And then they got the Broncos at home. That will probably be a dub. And then the Raiders, we actually play them the last game of the year. So for all intents and purposes, I see the Chargers as a 10-win team getting into the tournament. Um, so don't need to worry too much about them because it might not even matter. Now right below them um, is the Buffalo Bills at the seven seed. So they're holding on to the lone or the last wild card slot. Um, and they, they're going on the road this weekend to play the Patriots. Um, and they played them two weeks, or I guess three weeks ago, um, lost to them at home. So now they got to go to Foxborough. This is really going to decide the AFC East. Um, and so this is a big game for the Bills. If they lose and the Raiders win, both 8-7, and seven, got a shot to um, move up in the rankings there. And then you get down to the Baltimore Ravens, who've really kind of fallen, fallen down a little bit um, throughout the year. And to start off hot outside of Luzna to us on Monday Night Football, which is very relevant because we have that tiebreaker over them. This weekend, they're going into Cincinnati. Um, Cincinnati's the uh, the leader um, of the AFC North, which um, you haven't been able to say that um, very often over the last 10 years, maybe, I guess. Um, but they got to go to Cincinnati. No Lamar Jackson. That's going to be huge. Um, Tyler Huntley played very well against the Packers, but... Still not Lamar Jackson. Um, that's a tough game for the Ravens. Now they go out there hypothetically and they lose. They're eight and seven, and the Raiders win. That would make them eight and seven. Raiders have the tiebreaker. We would then jump um, Baltimore in the seedings just as of next week. Okay, the game, um, and then the team below that um, in the ninth seed, right above the Raiders, is the Pittsburgh Steelers. And as everyone knows, we went into um, Heinz Field week two, beat the Steelers, which is great because we have the um, we have the tiebreaker there this weekend. They're going to Kansas City. That's going to be a tough game. Kansas City, even though they're the number one seed, still playing for um, that bye. They're not. I do not anticipate, especially with three weeks left, them resting anyone. They have to win every game because they want the number one seed. They want the bye. They want everything to go through Arrowhead. They have been um, they have been hit with the COVID um, outbreak a little bit, so had some guys hit the COVID list, 
but um, they might might not be too hampered as hampered as the Browns were. So on two or on Monday when the Raiders played them, so Steelers got to go to Kansas City. That's going to be a big game. Theoretically, if they lose, they go to seven seven and one, and then if the Raiders win, Raiders be eight and seven. They'd have a better um, winning percentage, better record than them, so they've jumped them in general. But also, we have the tiebreaker of them, as mentioned. We beat the uh, Steelers in Week Two, so really, it, I'm not a very optimistic person. But there's a lot of for the teams that are ahead of us. The three teams that are ahead of us have tough games. So once again, Bills have to go to New England, Ravens have to go to Cincinnati, Steelers have to go to. Um, uh, the Chiefs, excuse me. They have to go to Kansas City. So all tough games, all on the road. Ravens without Lamar Jackson. You could easily, I mean, it's as easy as that where the Raiders win and those teams fall for the tough games they have this week. Raiders, quite frankly, would be in um, the the eighth seed. I would, they would probably jump two spots. I don't know how the tiebreaker would be with the Bills, but the Raiders would be in good a good position to really make, you know, make a, make a run at getting into the tournament because that's all you got to do. You just got to get in the tournament. Now, are the Raiders a Super Bowl caliber team? You know, that's really how you look at it. It's all about how you look at it. But um, let's not worry about that. Let's worry about Denver and and also this week with those teams that are ahead of us. Um, And then also, as mentioned, the Chargers and Colts that are above them. Um, We play both of them after the Broncos. So we play the Colts next week, Chargers last game of the year. So we also could control our own destiny as far as being those teams. So very optimistic. Got to win out. I get it, but we got a chance, guys. So you're saying there's a chance. That's what I'm talking about. But let's get into this game. Uh, but before we do, got to do the ad read. Okay, Mikey usually rocks it. I got to rock it. So don't judge me. Done it one time. Here we go. <clears throat> this episode, everyone, is brought to you by DraftKings. Um, football fans, I'm sure... I'm sure we all love an action-packed, high-scoring NFL game, but with the latest no-brainer from DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, you'll be a winner once a single point is scored. New customers who bet just $1 on any team to score can win $100 in free bets. What? What? It's that simple. If Sportsbook isn't available is, isn't available in your state yet. You can still get in on the NFL action. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet one dollar on any team to score and with and win one hundred dollars in free bets if they score you score with promo code tppn this week at DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the nfl must be 21 or older to apply new jersey indiana or pennsylvania only new customers only minimum five dollar deposit and one dollar wage required one per customer restrictions apply see draftkings.com slash sportsbook for details got a gambling problem Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, yeah, that was that was hard. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he does it every week. As you can tell, so we get we get our scripts, right? Our, our ad scripts, and they bold certain words, and they ex, you know put an exclamation mark at the end, and it fires me up. So 
Sorry, that's a bad visual. This is a podcast. This is audio. You guys can't even see what I'm talking about, nor would we share that with you because um, we're contractually obligated not to. Um, <laughs> okay, sorry. Anyways, I digress. Let's get into this. Raiders Broncos. This is a big one. Again, huge. Huge with a Y, I would say. Got the Broncos coming into town. Raiders at Allegiant Stadium. Um, it hasn't really been a home field advantage for us. Um, that was something we worried about when we made the the relocation to Las Vegas. They're three and four at home on the year, um, four and three on the road. That makes seven and seven for all those keep a track at home. Um, so Broncos coming in right now. The line is even. It's a pick 'em. Which okay, I get they're the Raiders, right? I get they've been very up and down. We've talked about it. But the Broncos, no Teddy Bridgewater. Um, it's going to be Drew Locke, and the team isn't that much better on paper than the Raiders, let alone have they performed um, more consistently than the Raiders have this year. Anyway, so it's a little disrespectful that we're coming in with an even line. That being said, we'll take it, right? If you want some, you want to win some cash, go bet the Raiders. I don't know. Actually, I wouldn't recommend that. Just, you know, maybe bet the over. Who knows? But Broncos coming into town um, against... You know, once again, Bridgewater's out. The Raiders, this is, it's a must win. It's a must win for, you know, a lot of these teams that are hodgepodged in the um, in the playoff hunt. Broncos, they're 7-7 seven and seven as well. So they got a lot to play for. Um, they have a little bit more of an uphill battle as far as um, getting into the tournament compared to the Raiders. Fortunately, the Raiders have beat a lot of teams, as mentioned, um, that are pretty good um, in the NFL, and which then if you're just adding it, you're like, okay, well then where have our losses been? Yeah, our losses have been brutal. Okay. They've been two to the chiefs, the Washington football team, giants, bears, yikes, right? Um, chargers, whatever. So anyways, this is a big game for both teams, um, coming into it. So just taking a look at it. Once again, the line is even, um, it's a pick them game over under 41 points. Um, so you need a little, you need a little uh, 24 to 20 action. That gets you 44, man. I think that's very doable. Think about the over on that game, on this game. So for the Raiders, injury report, um, Foster Moreau is questionable. He was questionable last week, ended up playing. Um, Darren Waller is still questionable. Um, he hasn't played for three straight games. It would be huge for us to get him back. Roderick Teamer, who is a safety on, on the on the squad, he's a rotational guy. He is ruled out. And then Jermaine Illuminor is out as well. He's a rotational guard on the offensive side. So Raiders dealing with some injuries. Zay Jones is questionable as well. I know he got banged up later in the game, um, and that would be huge too because I, we we know that he's a reliable target for D.C. But on the Broncos side, both running backs are questionable. Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, they were questionable last week. Um, still both ended up playing. I would anticipate seeing them um, suit, suited up um, on Sunday. So expect them to go. Um, Lloyd Cushenberry, who's a center, um, starting center for them, he's out for the for the week. And then they have a few guys on injury reserve, as well as Teddy Bridgewater, who is in concussion protocol. Um, do not expect to see him on Sunday. It's going to be Drew Locke. So, um, as far as the you know the breakdown, the matchup is concerned. Broncos are they're they're a tough team. So it's it's very you know they're very team. Sorry, they're very defensive um, focus. But got a strong defense. Um, Vic Fangio, defensive mind. That's kind of what um, you know the, the the team kind of identifies as because um, had a lot of 
kind of those lower scoring, low 20 games um, where they've just grinded it out and they've won some games, which has been you know big for them to get get them in the playoff hunt. But really, um, the defense is kind of where it all starts. So um, Shelby Harris, you guys are familiar with that name. He's on the he's on the D line. No Von Miller as he was traded to the Los Angeles Rams, but you still got Bradley Chubb. Um, a couple names that that really stick out to me. Um, Justin Simmons, he's the free safety for them. He's the all pro pro bowler safety. He's, he's great. He's awesome. Um, and he's going to be someone that, that really can cause a lot of havoc for us that plays that, that center field safety very well. Um, so he's going to be someone that we need to take note of. And also Pat Sertan, who, um, first round draft pick of the Denver Broncos this year, he's been playing out of his mind. Um, he's been, had a very good rookie campaign, um, and really just has taken over as that, that cornerback one, um, kind of, they put him on the Island. They put him against the toughest, toughest matchup. Um, and really they, they give him a lot and he handles it very well. He's someone that he'll take his shots. He'll take his, he'll take his risks to try to um, jump a pass, try to take it the other way. So gotta be weary of him. I know we played them in Denver, um, earlier in the year and put up some good points. So, um, but this defense is still, it's gotten a lot better throughout the year. I got a lot of dudes on that side. Um, so that's going to be tough, and especially when the Raiders have struggled to produce points, especially in the red area, um, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough matchup for the Raiders certainly. So um, on the offensive side, um, once again, Drew Locke will probably get the start. They have a you know really strong two-headed monster with Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon. Williams has gotten a lot more um, touches throughout the year. He is a rookie um, out of North Carolina, so you see you see him. Um, getting a lot of touches early. You see Melvin Gordon sprinkling them in. They got a good balance. They can keep those guys fresh. So that's going to be something for the Raiders defense, um, who has, I mean, the defense has really done well against the run uh, overall, but also there's, you know, we, we have been gashed, um, you know, here and there. Nick Chubb was able to get, get going later on in the, the second half of that um, game on Monday. So the Raiders are going to have, um, they're going to have their hands full with those two. And then, you know, on the, as far as the weapons are concerned, you got, um, Cortland Sutton, Tim Patrick, Jerry Judy, all three of those guys are, um, you know, they're big, they're threats, they're big receivers. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how we match up, um, especially being a little light in the secondary. Um, what I should have noted is also that Jonathan Abram is out for the year. Um, so as much as we harp on Abram, you know, first round pick, we, we do grade him a little bit differently than others. He's been very, you know, a big part of our defense and a, a big part of us, um, you know, really, um, stopping the runs, you know, playing in the box like we talked about, playing that Jamal Adams role. So, no Abram, that's going to be tough for us. We're just going to be a little thin in the secondary. So, you know, who knows how how we're going to be able to to handle that because they they have once again they got Gordon and Williams who are good in the run. They're also really good out of the backfield. They got some guys with Sutton, Tim Patrick, No Fant as well. So, it's going to be it's just going to be a classic AFC West Broncos Raiders game. Really, I don't see it being very, you know, very high scoring. These, I think these offenses are, they're not as explosive as, as some teams are um, in the NFL. And really the Raiders have seen their productivity as far as um, points, as far as, um, you know, converting in the red zone um, drop down throughout the year in the Broncos. They just aren't really this explosive, you know, top end team, but more of the long drive beach, you know, pound in the run game. Um, you know, get those third downs and, and really try to go in and control the control the game time and possession wise, which, you know, the Raiders have, they've, they've seen, they've played a lot of those teams and um, recently and it, you know, time and possession really tells all when, when it comes down to it. So um, it's going to be big for the Raiders to, 
to do the same. It's going to be big for them to to extend the drive. It's going to be big to get the running game going. You saw them get going a little bit last week with um, with Jacobs. He's he flashed a little bit. Peyton Barber flashed. Good for the O line to step up, especially on the road against a good defensive front. In the Cleveland Browns, they're going to get the same here with the Broncos um, because they got a stout defensive line and also got some dudes, as mentioned in the secondary, that um, if you're going to take your shots, you, you got to be careful. So I, I don't know. It, it's, it's just it's a tough matchup for us in general because the Broncos always play as tough and and the Broncos have something to play for. You don't really you know the last couple of years you haven't seen the Raiders and Broncos this time of the year playing for something. They both are playing for something. They both know each other very well. But I really think that. Raiders playing at home they have you know there have been so many things that have gone wrong and to the the fact that they're able to look you know look at this game and and be here um, late in the year with really a, a, a decent chance to get into to the tournament it is great you know so I think the Raiders have a lot of things going for them um, Carr has dealt with the critics <laughs> dealt with uh you know, dealt with someone on the Raider Take podcast, um, you know, making something go viral to the point where Darren Carr blocked the account. That's a thing. Um, so, Darren, we, we're sorry. Um, not really, but it's uh, it was just a post, man. Okay? Just a post. Nothing to... This is the, the year, the, the time of year where we want to spread joy, not, not be getting blocked on Twitter. But once again, Mike runs the account. That's not on me. Um, so, ultimately, it's going to be a big game for for the Raiders. It's going to be a big game for the Broncos. It's going to be tough, but if they can come out with a victory, they're going to be eight and seven with a really, um, you know, strong opportunity to, to get into uh, the postseason. So we'll see how it goes. I think for the Raiders, they have to be able to kind of the same, um, you know, same methodology with the Bron- with the Browns is, you know, those strong defenses that really once, once they kind of get you in those third down situations, they pin their ears back to try to go get you. We got to be able to get the running game going a little bit. We got to be able to convert on third downs. These are all no duh statements, but if we can do that, if we can sustain long drives, I think um, we're going to have a shot because I do believe that we have um, more, a more explosive offense um, as it sets with, and really the difference is, is Carr versus Drew Locke. So if we can, if we can get the offense rolling we can take the pressure off the defense who has really kept us in a lot of these games and now they're banged up hopefully we get Perriman back shout out to Perriman Max Crosby and AJ Cole all got the Pro Bowl nods this week so um, if we can get Perriman back um, we got to be able to figure out a way to replace um, Jonathan Abram hopefully Nate Hobbs is back because he was on the COVID he was in COVID protocol so um, hopefully we can get those two back and then Really, I think we have enough to get to Drew Locke to be able to, you know, drive some turnovers, to be able to pressure him. Somehow our strong suit is stopping the run. So if we can keep those guys in contain um, and make Drew Locke beat us, I think we're going to be in a good spot. So I don't know. It would obviously be huge to get Waller back. The offense just needs to get going. And this needs to be a game that, that they don't, they can't just continue to rely on the defense to keep them in the game. We we're so fortunate just to even get the ball back late in the Browns game. So offense needs to step up. DC's got to roll just like he did the first game against the Broncos. And, and I think we have enough firepower. I think we have enough explosive weapons on our team or on the offense side of the ball that we can, that we can do it. So if we're going to talk predictions, I'm going to go, I'm just going to do it. I'll go Raiders 24 Broncos 20 that hits the over cash that cash the pick them money line and rock and roll. So Big game, Raider Nation. Um, I know it was a quick one. I know it's just me here, but want to get you guys some content. Um, and I don't know. I, I uh, you know, it's Christmas Eve, guys. It's Friday. 
it's Christmas Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas. That's how it works when it's Christmas Eve. And I just want to keep the positivity of this holiday spirit rolling into Sunday to where Mike and I don't have to sit there on Monday and talk about the fact that our season's over or talk about how disappointed and how much of a missed opportunity it was with um, you know these other teams that are ahead of us playing tough games on Sunday. So once again, that's not to say that um, the Bills or the you know the Steelers or the Ravens are going to lose, but they're not playing the Texans like the Chargers are. So I think there's a good shot that the Raiders make some noise. They have to win this game. I think they go and take care of business, 24 to 20 over the Broncos. And um, yeah, that's it, guys. So for everyone out there, Merry Christmas. Hope you enjoy the holidays. You know, I hope Santa brings you something nice, right? I hope Santa brings us a dub on Sunday. Let me tell you that. So um, for everyone that has been listening throughout the year, thank you. We appreciate the love. Raider Nation stand up as always. Big game coming on Sunday. Let's go get this dub. Talk to you guys next week. Peace out.